Welcome to Beers, Business, and Balls, presented by House Enterprise. Join Will Tondo and Jake Zimmer every week as we dive into interviews with leaders in the craft beer, business news, and sports entertainment world. This podcast wouldn't be here without Spotify. Get to know Spotify for podcasters, the free all-in-one podcast platform for every creator. This tool allows you to publish shows to all major platforms and helps turn your passions into careers. To find out more, head over to podcasters.spotify.com. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code BBB for all wager incentives. That's code BBB only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hope is here. Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org if you have any issues. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Now, here's our episode of Beers, Business, and Balls. Welcome to Beers, Business, and Balls, presented by House Enterprise and brought to you by DraftKings and Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off using the code HOUSE. And with DraftKings, obviously with football season coming to an end, but the big game is near. Get all of your best bets with the DraftKings Sportsbook using the code BBB. Terms and conditions apply, but this is a live episode, a hungover episode. We were very ambitious uh, before the Providence game and the the Rhode Island Beer Festival that we were all going to get together and record in person. And... uh, 50 beers later, that did not mean the case, so it's like 2 o'clock on a Sunday, we're watching UConn Peace Xavier. <laughs> this is a Mecca Okafor yeah. talk, too. But we got Jake Zimmer, myself, Will Tondo, joined with Clubfoot Jim, who's going to be on the ones and twos going forward. Yeah, sure. welcome. Yeah, and so this is your formal, your first formal this appearance with us. This is my introductory pod, yeah. Is this, how many times have you been on the show, though? Five, Are we at five, five or six, a lot of what writers room roundtable stuff. Yeah. Jimothy, as but the, as the Jimothy, viewers may know yeah, you as Jimothy. Yeah, no, Club with Jim's a uh, uh, part of it going forward, so, yeah. And then we got Hall of Fame guest, Connor, Conspiracy. Did you ever get your puck? Did Jake ever get you the puck? It was no. uh, caught up in customs. Yep. <laughs> Did Hopefully you ever... one day. I, I don't want to... <laughs> not copping out, but I made the mistake of leaving it home with the attentions of someone getting it to you. I'm very excited to get that plaque. We will I, have a I formal unveiling of this. Yeah, next episode, let's do yeah. it. I, the attention was to do it today, sadly. I know. I mean, depending how today goes, we might have to have this as a, a monthly, a monthly pod segment. Just morbid, it. morbid BBB. There will be a lot more than what we have today. I can promise you. Yeah, that. but There's, we, this has been in the works. Though. We've been talking about this. I think last year when Connor made the Hall of Fame appearance, as you know, we need to do a morbid beers business and balls. And I will say, the notes that have been coming through and the topics, you did an excellent job on preparing this. So I really do Thank appreciate you, it. Of course. And you know, without further ado, I think we all had our beer intake as of yesterday. But before I, we hop into the, the morbid beers, I think we'll just go around quick and say what everyone's favorite beer or brewery was at the oh, Rhode Island Beer Festival. That's a great question. Anyway, you guys want to go first? So my favorite one was it was like the second one in. What was it? The the vanilla cream ale. I think you have it. Oh, that was fucking good. It was uh, uh, who had the vanilla cream one? I don't even have it. That was Angle Tree. Angle Tree. Angle that was, Tree. That was, that was very good. That was one of the first Very smooth. It was. Yeah. 
Very uh, smooth, good flavor. Angle Tree. I don't know if they're a friend of of yours, but they uh, they're relatively new in the scene. North Attleboro, right down the road. Yeah, uh, I, that was a good one. I liked um, which was new to me. Variety Brewing, which is also owned by Six Point over in Brooklyn. They had a French toast porter. Oh wow. Some type of uh, it was a bottled beer, but that was hit the spot because I I messed up yesterday not having enough stouts, even though it's stout season. Um, when you're just drinking that many beers in a short period of time, the heavy beers were just not gonna hit the stomach. And then between the hotline pizza, oh, the mm. raisin canes tenders, the ice cream cake from Wrights, there was a lot of a lot of shit going down uh, in the Man, stomach this morning. I'm I still couldn't feel it now. Yeah, I'm still feeling it now. I'll tell you, I couldn't avoid the stouts. Everyone I was know. pouring me stouts. That's I'm not a thing. stout guy. I was trying to avoid them, and I was just left and right, just. Oh, this one's brown too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of heavy pours this year. There were a shit ton of pours. They went so heavy. Generous. Yeah, yeah. Like I think so this generous. is the first time ever that I finally reached a point that I'm like, I don't know if I can actually drink anymore. Yeah. Before it was sort of being dramatic. It's like, eh, whatever. I, you know, say I can't drink anymore. But then you go have like five or six more. I also used to kind of scoff at the seltzers that would show up, but this year the seltzers were a nice. Relief, and that was my that was my reaction. Wars, yeah. That was my overall yeah. reaction to this beer festival. Is I think this had the strongest non-beer presence. Yeah, of the four years that we've been a lot here. of good ciders. I know Captain Lawrence. They had like a cider brand to it. I think it was nineteen eleven. That was good. Um, they had their they dark, had the, uh, yeah, the black dark cherry, cherry, the oh yeah, that's strawberry. Right. They had a good variety of stuff, but they were all good palate cleansers. Yeah, these like. Yeah. Uh, there was another one too, Long Drink. Which long Drink was there. Yeah. I, oh, was I nice. do fuck with Long Drink. Yeah, yeah. the Spindrift. The Spindrift. Um, Spike Spindrift. Yeah, Spindrift was, was pretty great. Actually. Only ever had non-alcoholic Spindrift. And yeah, it was, uh, I, I think they're, they're relatively new with the Spike. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's a new Missed drink. opportunity for Duncan to not have their Spike drink. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 interesting yeah there, was, there was like no Duncan presence. I, such a stark contract. I mean, Duncan, in their defense, spent all of their money on getting shirts at the PC Georgetown game the other day. I don't blame them. Yeah, and don't, that's what you got to do. If you got to one, I think they chose yeah. the better one. That was also sick. And we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to balls. But PC Georgetown this weekend, uh, fuck Ed Cooley. That's all. That's yeah. it. That's it. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, great beer festival. Shout out to uh, Gray Matter Marketing for putting that up. And, you know, I think this is our, as a group, our third one in a row. Uh, but this is Jake and I's fourth in five years. So always a fun time. It's right at the Water Fire Center. So hopping a skip away. No Ubers needed. And it was a good time. But Shout out. We keep adding to the group, too. Jamie, first time attendee. Yeah. Cole, who's off camera now. First time attendee. Yeah. And uh, Mark's second. Mark yeah. second. Mark, second. Mark doesn't get the shout out because he this is his second time. <laughs> Sophomore slump. Sophomore slump. But thumbs up or thumbs down or middle, Mark? For yeah, there you go. it's a thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up. So alright, these morbid BBB featuring conspiracy. Should I kick this off? We you can kick, kick us off with some beer with stuff. Beers. Well, here are some here are some morbid facts about beers, business, and balls. <laughs> Master. That was beautiful. Um, um I'm I'm happy that you got recognized again this year. Yeah, by the way. me too. As we're leaving, because last year I had a couple of viral videos going, and that's usually when I get recognized. This year, not much going, but same amount of recognition. 
to a couple diehards. I was going to say, I, I want to address just the quality of these people. The second w woman was, you know, she said something to you, and then she walked away, and she told her parents, like, oh, my God, he's so cute. She was starstruck. She, you, yeah. she was starstruck and maybe in love. Yeah. I mean, I think the uh, the morbid conspiracy people does have bleed over at beer festivals. It does. I can see. It does. I think that's a common But then the, the people that originally approached you, they like had a picture of you that you photobombed in at like a festival three years ago or some shit. Yeah, that's what they told me. That's fucked up. They man. came up to me and said, "Are you the TikTok photobomber?" And I was like, "What the? Fuck? I, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose I, I might fit this profile." And they said, "Oh, look, here's a picture of you two years ago at the beer <laughs> fest, right next to my wife, just standing there. I didn't even photobomb it." <sighs> and I was like, "Yeah." I that's mean, when weird. my when my younger sister came in and she knows of you, like because of like just the interactions we've had in the past, but she goes, oh, he has like 5 million followers on TikTok. I always see his videos come up, but I was like, yeah, that's conspiracy, conspiracy. So Amazing. what do we got for morbid beers? All right, morbid well, beers. first one we have is out of Vietnam. Apparently this guy consumed way too much methanol alcohol, which the liver breaks down way slower than regular alcohol. So. They had to pump 15 cans of beer into this guy so that his liver would process the beer before the poisonous methanol alcohol. In other words, this guy was saved by beer. Wow. That's a beautiful story. Wait, repeat that again? <laughs> I have my scrambled egg brains. I'm reading, I'm reading it. Too. The guy had too much, like, like, well, what was he... I, he was apparently. Why was he drinking methanol? What is it? I methanol didn't, I didn't alcohol, read into like, that, but it's yeah. apparently very toxic. Maybe he thought he was drinking something else, but was he drinking like rubbing alcohol? I'm not sure what what methanol alcohol entails, but like, this, the way it's I'm not good it's for like the body. Big, like oil, like barrel. <laughs> yeah, it's like sludge. Oil. <laughs> yeah. It might have been an attempt to unalive himself. Oh, okay. I'm not sure <laughs> to unalive himself. But they had to save him by pumping beer into his system. Right. Because the liver prioritizes, right? You know, processing beer before methanol alcohol, supposedly. I guess theoretically it makes. I have no medical background yeah. whatsoever, but I yeah. suppose that makes sense. So yeah. while they're pumping yeah. the beer into his system, and his liver is focused on that, that's when they were able to extract the methanol from his system and save his life. Oh, oh so the, how do you extract methanol? That there, I got a lot of dialysis. Oh, dialysis. that's dialysis. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I, Beautiful. Maybe not extract. Maybe, maybe that's not the best. Just remove. Word. I mean, yes. side note to Forcibly that. Is, sometimes I try. It to, is kind of crazy, and like too smart. you know, whether it's in <laughs> Europe or South America or even Asia, that like beer is better for you than the water. Mm -hmm. It's like there's so much shit in the water, it's just like not purified enough. Yep. That it's like you're better off just going to the store buying a a beer. I feel like that's why that. Modelo got so popular, and it's also cheaper than most water. Yeah, I think sure. it was Zach telling me last night that when he was in Czech. Czechia. Um, Czechia. Uh, <laughs> very, very correct of you. You would uh, buy beer for 40 cents. It was cheaper than water. It's cheaper than water. Yeah, because they're just, they're bleeding Pilsner. Yeah. <laughs> over there, so. M might as well, right? I mean, yeah. Get what's there. I mean, now it's like, free. I mean, even here, if you really think about it, it's like a bottle of water anywhere is like five bucks. Mm -hmm. It's like, so you, you might as well buy a beer. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you might as well, as well buy a beer. Go to Nikki's Liquor and buy the individual beers of like craft beer and they're like three ninety nine. Mm -hmm. Like. No brain. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's actually, true. You know, in this economy, you have to. Yeah. So, now, don't they say under a certain percentage, it's it's still hydrating you? What's that percentage? That's a great damn question. It's probably like I heard it. Or two, it's like probably four to five percent. Like, I mean, what's a Bud Light? 
four two. Four, four right? Four two. Four, two. Four, yeah, four, two. Yeah, four, like four two. Um, Natty. Those are all like four two. Like Medello, yeah. Landshark, that kind of crap. It's yeah, yeah. Interesting. Makes sense. Um. Yeah, non-alcoholic beers. I'm sure hydrate as well. Yeah, what's the point of those? That's true. Yeah, um, yeah I took one by accident yesterday. I will say, it wasn't, a, it wasn't the worst relief. I, I felt bad because I was in line and it was like kind of like a lull between a couple tables and like these two, this couple was standing there and I can watch their like brains breaking trying to figure out if they should have it or not. And like I didn't even know that one was a non-alcoholic <laughs> beer because it kind of looked like a, it looked like a PBR can. Yeah, like the ones yeah, that yeah, had the red. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, it was Al's, and then they literally said, "Oh no, no, I don't want now, now an alcoholic stuff." But I was next in line. I'm like, I can't break this woman's heart. I'm yeah, back yeah. and forth. And it was refreshing, and I get it on like, a, you know, if someone's sober and you need to have like the the social aspect, or like if you're doing dry January. But if you're doing dry January, just like just don't just drink don't the not drink uh, water. Yeah, that's like you're, you're at the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's that's a that's a personal that's a personal choice, but it's like if it's a health thing or like you can't you it's a social thing. Like I totally get it, but that one I will say was better tasting and no hard feelings. But athletic brewing, I just I can't. Get it, well, that's what I was gonna say. Yes. It was it's athletic brewing. Like good for them. You know they have built a and this bleeds into the beers in business, but they did a great job of like marketing getting big names behind them like figuring out this whole like if you're very athletic and still want to crack open a beer like this is the one for you i just when we tried it i'm like i cannot get my head around no like i'd rather just drink hop water than like Mm -hmm. an ipa that's not an ipa yeah i guess is it for people who are don't want to drink but still love the taste of i think so i think their target audience is like the athletes so yeah kind of like how I don't know if you remember a few years ago, there was a Nickelodeon Ultra commercial yeah. where, like, they, you know, these people would be out on a run and they'd come back and they'd crack open a Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Nickelodeon's like, you know, everybody else. They're, they're after it. that. They're after yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I feel like they took that and just kind of put it, like, to the nth degree. Um, yeah. With, with just with nothing. I was talking but to somebody. It's so, it's so funny, though, because, like, Paige's dad is, like, a huge biker. Mm-hmm. Like, mountain biking, tri- like, stuff like that. And he is probably, like, 6'5", and, like, super skinny but he's still like when he comes back he just cracks open like four tree houses he's like that's my yeah he's like that's my protein it's like you know a <laughs> protein four, hour, four hour bike ride and then a couple like saps and greens and uh you know hazy ipas and stuff but like i think like heineken zero is more of the social like oh if you're sober and you I need something like that. or no duels or, or like a snack like that yeah. um yeah. But if you're doing dry January, just like have a spin drink regular seltzer or just like don't drink. Yeah. Or don't go to a bar. Like if it's your for like, oh, my New Year's resolution isn't to drink, then like on a Friday night, don't go out. Don't go out. Save the money. The fuck? Um, I I was talking to somebody, one of you guys, I don't know who it was, but it might have been Hanold actually. And he, he was like... He's like, I don't know, I just feel bad, so I walked away from <laughs> non alcoholic station. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to quickly just like shout out Al's because that's not easy going no, to no. invest with it's not beer. And their beer, I will say, I, I only wanted to taste it because I wanted to put it against yeah. athletics. I've never had yeah, another non alcoholic beer. Was that was flavorful. much better. Like it tasted like a beer. So, yeah, Al's, uh, hey, they've got a good product. Yeah, yeah. like I, no, hats off. Better than the athletic, mm-hmm. that's for sure. So. Um, we had more. We had more beer stuff in prohibition. Well. Yeah. Yeah, prohibition. Yeah. Right, let's a big let's topic. Get some prohibition real quick. So we all know the government banned alcohol for 
what, about 10 years span in the 1920s. And they basically thought people that drank alcohol were essentially committing suicide. So they, they began poisoning beer to prevent people from drinking all this bootleg stuff because everyone was still getting around all these, all these restrictions with different loopholes and whatnot. So the government literally started putting poison in beer and they killed around up to 50,000 people, possibly way more than that. So this just shows what happens when drugs are illegal. It's, 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 that's crazy. I, I mean, I guess you could use it as an argument for why many drugs today should be legal because that's... Well, then it that's, becomes more regulated. And, yeah, it becomes more regulated. Yeah, yeah, take exactly. the bootleg stuff. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow, that's a, that's a I mean, dark one. I, I, like, yeah. Prohibition is one of those things I just like, couldn't wrap my head around. Even like, learning it in high school and then like, get, or middle school, high school, and then like, getting older and it's like you hear about it, it's like, what a wild part of time where it's just like, there's like, yep, bar. Cover bands. It's just like, yeah. 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 And, like, I feel like there's, there's a big misconception about how it originated when people think it's like Midwest conservatives because that's like, you know, who the stingy yeah. people were at the time. But it was really, it was more of a liberal, um, movement and it was spearheaded by like, the female population um, because uh, what's it called like uh, domestic abuse <laughs> going way <laughs> way up men would come home from the bar hammered yeah, I don't doubt that stuff would happen yeah um, so there was a push to just get alcohol out of the United States so domestic abuse would go down um, and that's that's kind of what really took prohibition in, into the big movement I actually um, did not know that yeah, yeah. and it's one of those things too where it's like again not a big politics show, BBB, but <laughs> if I'm running a campaign and you're like, you're the ones that just took away alcohol, I think your chance of re-election yeah, is right. slim to num- coming back. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's interesting about the prohibition, like in Rhode Island too, where it's like, Rhode Island, like, again, we go back to the festival and stuff. There's like, I think the most breweries per capita now is in the state. Wow. Just in terms of like, because again, one small state too, they're popping up everywhere. But Narragansett and Providence Brewing were two examples of like, they were very popular in, you know, the late 1800s heading into the, the, the next century. And then Prohibition closed them down. Narragansett never had a tap room up until 2021 when they opened this one. Right. There was no Narragansett tap room. Once Prohibition, you know, was annulled and it came back, they were just distributing beer at, you know, bars and places like that and for the longest time like their you know classic crush it like queen you know lager the narragansett yeah. lager and the fresh catch and stuff that was brewed in rochester new york yeah but it yeah, was still the rhode, it was still the rhode island brand then they made the tap room yeah. providence brewing company after the prohibition closed and they were the first brewery in rhode island they closed and then Efren hildago found out that this name was still like and no one owned the rights no one owned the rights, owned the rights they to just they got lost in transition and then he revitalized it in like 2012 or 13 um yeah as like refounding the company that's wow. episode uh that was an early one it, it was i don't know maybe it was, it was it broke 97 97 yeah well wow. episode so. 97 uh, august 25th 2022 we did two-hour conversation with Efren Hidalgo yeah. is cool. really interesting about Prohibition. Check yeah. that out. Um, it was a good one. It was a good but one. Wild fucking time. Like, this, this area has a rich relationship with Prohibition, mm-hmm. I think. Like, between that and ISCO, mm-hmm. the first 
distillery in Rhode Island since Prohibition, I believe. Providence. Or in Providence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Providence. In Providence. Providence. Yeah, this is a, it's a, it was just such a weird time in history. Disaster of a movement. Oh, it clearly yeah. didn't work. Yeah. Then you have, but I will say, the rise of speakeasies and stuff, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's, well, that's, cool. that's what propped up organized crime. That's how all those guys, like Al yeah. Capone, rose to power is because... So I mean, that's people make that connection to cartels today. They yeah, they wouldn't a, exist if a lot of these shows. True. Were There's a bar in my hometown, Claudio's, that used to be like the longest family-owned restaurant and bar like in America up until like they sold it a couple of years ago to some group, but they kept the name. They had underground tunnels that led to the docks, so like they would sneak the barrels oh. in, have yeah. them roll all the way, you know, past the docks to the restaurant, and then they would just like kick it up. And then, like, it was funny because, like, all of a sudden, all of these, when, like, Prohibition ended, all of these, like, you know, bars and, and restaurants and breweries and stuff, like, immediately served great beer. It's like, how did you have all of that? Yeah. You know, how did you have <laughs> yeah, all that stuff? Wait, wait a second. <laughs> so, hey, that's what's going to happen next year when they start banning nicotine products. Oh, fuck. We're have, you know, the, under, the yeah. Underground Railroad for Zins and And Raz. And the Raz. We have the Raz. And then what's our last one for morbid beers? Morbid uh, so, alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yes. so this isn't a this isn't a beer one, but I, I thought it was hilarious. I had to throw it in. So in 1875, there is it was called the Great Whiskey Fire of Dublin. Uh, apparently, like a whiskey distillery burned down, and 13 people died as a result. But none of them died from the actual fire or smoke or burns. They all died from alcohol poisoning because they were drinking the whiskey that was flowing down the streets as a river basically like and apparently it was it was uh not diluted yet so they didn't realize they were drinking extremely potent whiskey and people were just dying left and right because that's what happens when i guess you have an unlimited supply of alcohol yeah you just drop dead left and right like seeping into your pores yeah. no it's yeah. insane but it's also one of those things too it's like after you drink it like how do you just like put that down easy you know where right. it's like you take a shot of like some high potent like vodka mm-hmm. and it's like even now like obviously it's very like regulated and distilled and all that stuff but you're like all right i'm all set and then like over a hundred years ago they're just like pounded these back like it's no tomorrow yeah mm-hmm. it's like taste is taste no matter if it's 1850 or 2024 right, like, exactly <laughs> if it tastes like shit like why do you keep doing it undiluted sure, whiskey i'm sure it probably all tasted like shit back oh then. it had to have yeah, it probably tastes worse honestly i'm it's sure probably, it's probably way better for you <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was. It's probably like literally shit. four yeah. ingredients. Like, yeah, exactly. It's probably like, how do you even make whiskey? Bar- no, there's not barley, but a shit ton of sugar, I'm sure. Yeah. Rye. Did you, did you ever see that, um, that, that photo that went viral probably like a year or two ago? Um, that was like a screen grab of uh, Ireland's Wikipedia, and it said, in- Inventions by the Irish, and it, whiskey was invented, and then there was a 700 year gap before Ireland invented something else after whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're so preoccupied with the whiskey that it took them 700 years to make any more advancements. That's fucking funny. Yeah. That's a good, uh, it's good morbid beers there. Learned, beer. learned a bit. Yeah. Learned quite a bit yeah. here. I'm done talking about beers now. That's Please. Put, yeah, maybe, let's, maybe the next hey, month. Or I think so. I, At least until Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, go for it. So, uh, let's, let's get into business now. This is a couple interesting things here. Yeah, chat through. It's uh, there's not much organization to it. It's a few <laughs> random facts, but this one's one of my favorites. So, this guy Gary Hoy was a very prominent Canadian lawyer, 
who apparently when he would he'd bring groups of students up to his his office on the 24th floor of, of their firm building and he would try to demonstrate to them that the glasses or the windows were unbreakable in his building. So he would just slam into these buildings and say, see, there you go. And I, apparently he did this a bunch of times, but one day the, he was successful, the glass didn't break, but the frame suddenly popped out and Gary fell 24 stories to his death. And the firm basically had to close down a few months later because he was like, it was just a huge, you know, disaster. Yeah. What the so, fuck? I mean, just imagine what that guy's thinking. Just that's a long, that's a long fall. Twenty four yeah. stories. Yeah, that's like enough where you're like, oh, damn like, it. you're okay. conscious about what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's a good, like, that's a long fall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder if the glass broke afterwards, though. Like what if it's that Stanley that survived the house fire? That's insane. Or a car fire, right? Car, car, car fire, yeah. yeah. Or when Elon Musk threw the baseball at the uh, cyber truck yeah. window and just shattered. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. was on, and it sounded familiar, this is on Myth, Mythbusters and 1000 Ways to Die. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder what Mythbusters did with that. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough, tough, uh, tough thing break. to test. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it. That's in like the story. <laughs> that's in like Mr. Beast. Adam Savage yeah. does a test yeah. of it. He tries to replicate it. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be very cool. I like that one. I like that one. That was a good one. That was, about, well, uh, not, for, not for Gary. But what do we got for this peanut Yeah, guy? it's too bad. Stuart Parnell. Uh, so Stuart Parnell, this, this one's great because, uh, well, I'll get to it. But in, in the late 2000s, peanut, peanut company CEO Stuart Parnell caused a salmonella outbreak by knowingly selling tainted peanut products so that he could save money. Um, nine people died, 714 others got sick, probably way more than that, that's a very specific number. Um, but this one's, this one's interesting because there's a, there's a clip where uh, Stewart is in court and I guess the prosecutor or whoever is holding up a jar of his peanut butter and he says, will you eat this right now, Stewart? And the look on this guy's face is, he's just, he's so backed into a corner. It, if you pull up the clip, Stuart Parnell, uh, Salmonella clip, it's, it's insane to watch. And this he guy, didn't need it, did he? No, he didn't. He was, he, uh, he pleaded the fifth. Wow. But they, they knew he would. I mean, they knew what he was doing. Yeah. And, they knew uh, he was going to eat it. He ended up getting 28 years in prison. Wow. That's like the Flint watch. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And they were like either spitting it back in the glass or like not drinking it or it's like, oh yeah, this is like the water and it's like, that is 100% polos. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, right. That's, yeah, once you get up on there, it's like, oh man, just t- take the product. Just yeah. eat it. If it's, if yep. it's good, you're not going to eat it, but. And this was like relatively recently, late 2000s? Yeah, I, it's like, I feel wow. like I remember that happening. I remember hearing about, oh, don't eat these, don't eat these Austin Peanut butter crackers. Probably, yeah. Like that. Um, no, I'm sure. I'm sure that yeah. came up in households and shit. Yeah, it was a big deal. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that clip is crazy. If, if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll have to find it. Yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll have to patch that in somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, on to GM. Their call recards. Now, this one, I definitely remember. Yeah. Because this was like a big whole fucking scandal. This one was insane. Mm-hmm. So, 800,000 cars recalled in 2014 by GM for faulty admissions. So the cars would shut off while being driven, meaning that drivers would just lose their power steering, their brakes, their airbags wouldn't deploy. 
So their cars just basically stop working in the middle of driving, which is it's fun. Very fun. Um, <clears throat> but they knew about the problem for almost 10 years, but they never fixed it because they said it would be too expensive and over 100 people died. Wow. Oh, yeah, I definitely remember that. And it's a terrifying death. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's insane. I think that it's very loosely related to like the Volkswagen emission scandal and all that stuff. Yeah, which, I remember that. Yeah. That one was definitely like, I feel like the first time that I realized like, oh, that's why, that's a big business problem. I right? feel like they were pretty like in a timeline, like they were close to each other. It was pretty close because yeah, the lawsuits and shit were going on for uh, quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess it was very similar, like Volkswagen just cheated on their emissions test basically. Yeah. They they had a mode on the car that would, that would like basically tell the car's computer like, hey, you're taking emissions tests. Yeah. Which is so fucked. Yeah, yeah. Say, what, it's not, say what we want you to say. Yeah, literally. Like flip the switch. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, like, that's like all the, uh, what's it called? Like the hoverboard batteries exploding. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a, we, I remember our freshman year at Bryant, one of the um, athletic teams, I think it was the football team, got a bunch of, uh, what's it called? Hoverboards gifted to them. Yeah. That's and they right. were just like all riding around camp explode in a uh, dorm room. <laughs> it was like, what, like, <laughs> okay. a yeah. simple battery can just like, get rid explode of it? out of nowhere. There's like, there's like 500, <laughs> of, there's like right 500 of them on campus that'll probably blow yeah. it out. It just yeah. makes you wonder how many faulty products are out there, but these companies just don't want to recall them. They, they, don't, yeah. they wait until a certain amount of people die, basically. Look at Boeing. they're forced yeah. into it. Look at yeah. Boeing right now. Their what fucking door flies off the Alaska Airlines plane. Really? Yeah, you didn't, yeah. See, you didn't see that out of all people? Well, yeah, no like, one died. Oh, I know, but no, still, it's like... About it. Well, no, <laughs> see, that, the wild thing about that is, is like, um, which kind of leads into, you know, our next topic kind of with planes and, and, and stuff like that. No one was sitting there because either, I think it was like someone moved their seat because there was like an open row or like the person didn't show up for the flight wow. that was, yeah. at the, wow. was at where the door was because, I mean... I assume I'm not a big science guy. Well, I, I'm not anti-science. I, mean, <laughs> I just don't know science. Will Tondo, I'm no yeah, anti-science, like, man. Even if you're buckled in, if the door fell off, would the force rip you out? I thought I heard that like, if they were Probably. buckled in, they'd be okay. But like, who's, bu- there's no who's buckled in on a, on a regular flight? Like, if there's no turbulence, like, yeah. I keep my seatbelt on. ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
literally all 658 of the employees that worked there, at least that came in that day, died. But in a twist of fate, the company's CEO was actually late that morning since he had to take his son to his first day of kindergarten. And basically two thirds of his employee base were wiped out, including his, his brother, his best friend. Um, and he wanted to shut down the company for obvious reasons, but yeah. eventually he had a change in mindset and told all the workers at other branches, listen, we, we need to get this together and we could do this. We could make this firm work out. And he promised families of the deceased employees a 25% share of future canter profits for the next five years and health insurance for the next 10 years, eventual, an eventual payout total of $180 million. In 22 years since then, he's completely rebuilt the company to 10 times the size it ever was. Wow. Wow. Now that's 12,000 employees worldwide. Wow. And he says he's most proud of the fact that the company now employs more than 60 people who had parents that died on 9-11. So awesome guy, Howard Lutnick. Amazing, triumphant story about Cantor Fitzgerald. Yeah, I mean, imagine yes. that, like you're, you know, we could go on about 9-11 and stuff, but you know, you, you're the CEO of a company and you lose almost all of them. Like what, what yeah. you even do? Like yeah. I, it's, it, for obvious reasons, I would just be like, screw it. Like I'm, I'm shutting yeah, down this company. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you do this? I mean, it's, it's wild like year after year, like more, like more stories and like clips and stuff keep getting released, but like the amount of people that something happened to them that day. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I missed my flight. Because like I hit traffic or yeah, Mark I, Wahlberg and yeah. Seth MacFarlane, they were supposed to be on one of the yeah. planes that hit the tower. MacFarlane, that's why he kept writing yeah, Family Guy. Yeah, because he he was gonna pack Tom it in. Over. Yeah, that's right. Well, he was gonna pack it in, and um, he was like, uh, you know, after he missed that flight, he's like, fuck it, I have to, I have to keep doing this because I love it. Yep. And yeah. Now look, it's twenty years well, later. If you ever see the story from Large from Barstool, him and his wife. It's a great his blog. Wife's dad and like uncles and all this stuff were like big wigs in like the financial district and all of that stuff and they always used to do like whether it was like the first tuesday of the month or something or whatever the day fell in line of breakfast at um the top of the trade center wow and they i think like something he had like a root canal or like so they didn't go and they were like driving into work together instead of like going to the breakfast and then obviously sadly everyone perished but it's just like you you don't, you don't know, right? Yeah. Like stuff just happens yeah. and it's like clearly everything happens for a reason and stuff. But you know, people like, oh, my kid was sick and I didn't go to work or, yeah. oh, like I hit traffic or my alarm didn't go off and it's like, holy shit, like crazy. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Exactly. It's, it's an insane it's coincidence. Um, I see what you did there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> insane coincidences, part 65. Yeah, I haven't done those in a while. I know, I was going to say, I haven't seen that. What have been um, hits for you lately? Like, what have been the ones that are like people loving the specific content? Oh yeah, people are loving the specific facts about um, just like I guess famous people. People eat that stuff up. I, I posted one about um, Eminem the other day. Those always do well. Damn yeah, the famous people. You pick any famous person, you could find four or five dark facts about them. Always, almost yeah. any famous person easily. You That's just see, how it goes. Was the guy from Paris Bueller's Day Off that, that killed the guy? Oh, yeah, Jeff. Two no, uh, well, that was actually Ferris Bueller himself. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. He killed yeah. people? Yeah, apparently he like was. struck a mom and her daughter with a car and killed Yeah, them. he oh. was. Yeah. Like Jim Beheim. He was driving on the wrong side of the road in Europe. 
Like right after oh, shit. Shit, right did after he? that movie came out and he yeah, he, I don't think he ever did time for it. I, didn't say. Any time. Yeah, I, no I think they ruled it wasn't his fault or something. Yeah. Or, I'm not sure, but he, he said he had no recollection of what happened and he got off scot free somehow. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Nice to have money. Yeah. Got <laughs> that friend's money. I thought you were talking about Jeffrey Jones, the uh, Edward Rooney, the principal, who was recently caught with, well, not recently, but like early 2000s, was caught with like a ton of child porn. No. Wow. I feel like it's happening yeah. a lot lately. I just, I posted that one the other day. Okay. And I mean, he looks like the type of guy that would do that uh, in, yeah. in retrospect. Yeah. That's that happened a lot in Connecticut, that's for sure. The uh, old St. Joe's principal. I mean, they, f- yeah. they filmed To Catch a Predator in Florida, yeah. a lot of it. He was on To Catch a Predator, I'm pretty sure. Like, the, he was uh, trying you're, to you're hook up talking. with some 14-year-old, uh, like, Keaton. Yeah, I, I, I would preface that with an allegedly. What? Allegedly. Well, he left his job. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> sure. It's, it's definitely tough to, uh, you know, when the allegations come out, even if you do it or not, <laughs> yeah. people, are, people are gonna be uh, a little true. weary. Yeah, but it's it's very true. I mean, catch a uh, shout out BBB guest Chris Hansen for catch a. That's guest. true. Yes, hey. we're calling him a guest. We're calling him. Yeah. He's on the show. Hey, you sure. had him on. What do you mean? Well, well he, he announced our. <laughs> he just did our fantasy <laughs> he football. Did our fantasy <laughs> What? What yeah. do you mean? He goes. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. What? It's like. But he's you know, good. Uh, because, you know, many people often ask me if I find many uh, multiple predators in the same room. Well, today <laughs> it just so happens that there's 12 of them. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a good no way. That's awesome. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was How much was the cameo? Yeah. Like 50 bucks. Oh, dude, that's so <laughs> good. I'm about to do that every time. Every draft, Chris Hansen. It was supposed to be Jim Mora. Yeah. Oh, man. And and fun. two weeks later, he just, like, never got back. And then... Chris Hansen's perfect. I was like coming around and Chris Hansen came up and he did it in like five minutes. I thought you were going to say Johnny Sins when you first were doing it. Nah, because he's expensive. I like the TJ Huchmanzada one. That was no, good. Ah, oh, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. TJ like, Huchmanzada. You know Clubfoot Jim, you're picking second. I like yeah. the name Clubfoot We had, a cl- uh, we had uh, Eric. Frank the Tank do it a few years ago. No, right? Eric Dunn. Or no, Eric Dunn Eric did it. Dunn, yeah. yeah. Frank the Tank did not do that for us. No, he, he did it in another league. Yeah, he was just. Uh, Noted BBB guest Frank Fleming. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Saw him in person in Providence the other day. Yeah, that's right. Frank walked. He's walking. Didn't, didn't go on the walk. He just came. I, I saw didn't him. go on the walk. I, well, I was like, I saw him walking around in Providence. I was downtown for a meeting, mm-hmm. and I literally like ran out, said hi, grabbed a photo. Oh, okay. He's like, you should come on the walk. I'm like, I'm busy. Like, okay. I was like, I'm sorry, I just can't like dick off at 11.30 in the morning to go on a mile walk. <laughs> Time <laughs> for another unboxing. Yeah. I was like, I kind of have stuff to do today. Time but. for another unboxing. Frank the Tank. That's pretty good. Uh, on to balls, shall we? We got a lot to cover in, in balls. And we might not get through it all. I know, we, we might not. It, but it's okay. for the future. Yeah, we can, we can filter some of this out. Um, um, where do we want to start? Do we want to start in... I, guess I mean, the big name deaths, like, that. there's a lot of stuff to unpack there. There like, is. I'm not sure if we want to get into that. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to. Yeah. Deaths would be a good one, just uh, its own pod. Yeah, I think it could. So yeah, the top, I, like... I we could talk about Aaron Hernandez for, like... Th- that whole thing, okay. yeah. That is... I don't know much about... about yeah. I think, I think, wild one. I think one, if we do an Aaron Hernandez episode, we should all watch the, the documentary oh, yeah? Yeah. and then come back. Yeah. yeah. It's a quick one. It's, it's a one where the, the dude's one. like, oh, he loved it. He loved my dick. Yeah, yeah that guy. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was like, all right. That was fucking weird. Kind of he's like, came up the other day in conversation. I was like, I didn't realize Aaron Hernandez was like only in the league for like a hot second. Yeah. Like they, they made, they made five it or six like, years. If that. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, did, he, did he get a second contract? I don't. Think I don't so. think he did. Yeah, wow. And like he was supposed to be better than Rob. That's true. All right. Did, well, no did, more Aaron Hernandez so talk. We're going to spoil it. Did Bill Belichick like use him as a running back? Yeah, true. Like, did he have Aaron Hernandez coming out of the backfield? I, think, was that I don't know. I remember correctly. Did, like, did he do that in games? Like, did yeah, he like, make a play? Like, that was like, like I think when, like, probably earlier in Aaron Hernandez's career, that was like. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I'm like, sure he, he, he put Julian Edelman on defense. Yeah, yeah he made him a two-way player. He was fucking sick, by the yeah, way. He was yeah. a great defender. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez pod another day. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. curious. The, these stadium disasters are interesting, though. Yeah, I think I, there's a couple. I mean, I, I compiled a bunch of facts and then kind of, you know, piece them together. And I said, oh, there's a lot of stadium disasters. You can make that our own category, basically. Let's kick up. Yeah, let's start with All right, let's bust it wide open. I, I, the, uh, nice. Um, the, the Congo soccer game one I want to start with. Yeah, that's That is a, an insane story. I've heard that before. Yeah, it's a good one. I'll just read it outright. Yeah. So, during a 1998 soccer match in the Republic of Congo, a lightning bolt struck one of the goal pitches. It killed all 11 members of the home team who were all wearing metal spikes. That's fucking crazy. But the other team was left completely unscathed for they had all been wearing rubber cleats. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So the metal, the Congo team all died, right? Um, I'm not sure. Be... I think it was two teams in the Congo. Oh, shit. Yeah, probably yeah. like a league. Yeah, so it was not like a national, yeah. No, it wasn't like a massive game. That's insane. Yeah. So I mean, it hit the goalpost. Does lightning do that? It could just like go through go grass yeah, and the fucking. Ground. Yeah. That's why you don't go near like tall trees and shit. I thought like, it was just because it, it just hits the tree. It still goes. Oh, yeah. Go through the ground. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's insane. I mean, people normally don't have to worry about it because everyone right, wears yeah. rubber shoes, but yeah. For wearing metal I, shoes. I wonder if they were like, toed boots. I wonder if they were like cheating with the metal spikes and it was karma. Imagine that. Oh wow. fuck! That would be wild. I don't know. I mean, how do you got to feel if you're someone on the other team and just they all collapse? Like, I mean, what do you do? Yeah. Like, oh shit! Dubs a dub. Dubs a dub. People I mean, said they were, uh, but in that, <laughs> they were blaming witchcraft. Really? Yeah, I, I did a little that, research. They they were pointing yeah. fingers and saying that, that the sense. other team cast a spell on them or something. That makes sense. Coming out of the Congo, yeah. does it? <laughs> I, I guess. I think so. Right. I'll, I'm on board. I'm not. I have no reason to disagree. Yeah. Sounds crazy. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Out from on to the next. All right. So. You probably know this one pretty well, Zin. I actually this had not your... heard this. Really? I had not heard this at all. You've never, seen, this, you've never seen the video of this guy? No. All right, so 1989, uh, the Buffalo Sabres goalie had his neck sliced by mm-hmm. another player's skate, severing his carotid artery. Mm-hmm. And if, if you watch the clip of it, they literally zoom in on the blood just shooting out of his neck. And, oh. the, and the, God. the commentators are like, please take the camera off. Oh, my God. And it was, it was so gruesome that uh, 11 fans fainted, two of them had heart attacks, and three players puked on the ice. Ugh. But miraculously, this guy's life was saved by the team trainer who luckily served in the Vietnam War as a combat medic. That's and, fucking wow. crazy. I guess pinched, was able to pinch the artery. Wow. Yeah, that video is crazy because it's like you can see like, blood on ice, and it just like the way it spreads. Oh. Yeah. It was just everywhere. That happened recently, that too. Said, yeah. The dude, very similar. Yeah, that guy died. He used to play with the Penguins. Yeah, Adam yeah. Johnson. Adam Johnson. He yeah. was playing in the UK. That guy's uh, under investigation. I think he was charged for voluntary manslaughter. I mean, if you look at the video, he, like, roundhouse kicked him. It was malicious. Yeah. Like, yeah, there is some malice involved. Yeah. I Obviously, like, are you trying to kill the guy? Allegedly. Probably not. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Alleged. Well, he is alleged of manslaughter. Yeah. That's I mean, hockey is probably the only sport that you 
technically have a weapon on you besides yeah. yourself. Baseball? Probably. Literal, literal blade. But like a like a knife, it's a knife. It's, That's well, what like it is. is. I mean, like, you know? the, yes, you have the bat, but unless you're charging someone with the bat, unless it falls out of your hand, like, that is attached to your body. Yeah. So, like, it's like metal spikes or some swipe. shit. I don't That's know. It. Like, it could be on purpose or it can be a legit yeah. accident. Like, you get tangled up and you just, like, yeah. your leg flails. It was definitely, it was a total accident in the... The one that I was talking yeah. about. I gotta, I gotta watch that you video. Watch that video. Well, maybe, like, yeah, I gotta skip past it. You barely even see the guy, like, swipe his, his skate. It, it clearly looked like an accident. It's fucking uh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, they didn't get a good shot of that, but they got an amazing shot of the blood shooting out of this dude's neck. Oh, God. Insane. That's nuts. Uh, do we want to do one more stadium disaster? I got one, one, uh... One I want to bring up that's recent. Yeah, let's do, let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, Hanel brought this one up, but it was the Bills feed the pit for stadiums. So obviously, you know, it's a little outdated now because like the Bills just lost. But in I think it was like October, November when they were starting to like fall out of the pack, there was fans that like start calling feed the pit. They would sacrifice themselves in the new stadium being built, and they would literally like jump into this like hole that's being built in the new stadium and for like seven straight weeks they didn't lose when someone did it um but they found a person who was like naked and like covered in like human feces oh dead and they were like she gotta stop jumping in this pit wow people are people are saying that like after that like the bills then kind of started to like fall off and then again they lose to the chiefs and stuff so it's like should they have just kept feeding the pit (laughs) how recent was this this is this season. This season. Oh, wow. wow. That's so bad. How long are they dead in there? It could be a week, could be a couple days. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. I didn't hear about that one. You're going to send me this stuff, dude. <laughs> I just, I was just, I remember, I remember it's it's content, man. That's I remember it in a blur last night after you guys left. Handle, uh, we were talking about the bills and stuff on a, after a, a hefty bender, and he brought up, he's like, have you heard Feed the Pit yet? And I was like, no. <laughs> So that's one. Wow. That's that's nuts. So that's a that's yeah. a wild one. Yeah. What other ones we got for stadiums? I mean, um, I do. Have, of course, I have Hillsboro. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's right. The Hillsboro. What was it called? It's like the. What I don't I don't know what the Hillsboro, actual terminology was. Yeah. But. 1989, 96 people were killed during a soccer match at Hillsboro Stadium in England. Due to overcrowding, I guess people were like breaking down the fences, yeah. and there were just so many people there. I don't know, it must have been a big like a game or rush. something. And a lot of people were were dying standing up just because they're all being crushed. That's insane. You look wow. up pictures of this. There's people pressed against the fence who are literally dying. Basically, they can't breathe. It's like I don't know, like the Travis Scott concert. Yeah, that's that's so the deal. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break from our podcast to give you a note from our friends and sponsors over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. If you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, the DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into $200 instantly in bonus bets. We got the Chiefs as the underdog. It's the rematch from a few years ago. There's a ton of prop bets that you can hit, and the place to bet is obviously the DraftKings Sportsbook. So if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code BBB, New customers can bet five bucks and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Use the code BBB and the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. 
In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Remember, use the code BBB only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, back to the show. All right, we're on to the NFL. All right, so let's definitely do Dave Dorson. So uh, NFL safety Dave Dorson took his own life in 2011 leaving a note that read, please see that my brain is given to the NFL's brain bank. Shot himself in the chest so that his brain would be preserved, and doctors ended up confirming he was suffering from a severe case of CTE as a result of all the head trauma from playing football. This was like before the CTE movement was yeah. made into a big thing. Before like Junior Seau and... Uh, yeah. I feel like it's still not a big enough topic. Definitely like it's, not. It's more of a joke now. Like you have uh, Antonio Brown, Brown yeah. and uh, is it Chandler Jones? Yeah, Chandler which Jones. Which is shit that they're, they're that's sad. That is. It sad. is. Like, but they want to have they want to start a CTE podcast, which is probably going to last like two episodes uh, because of right, yeah, the, the controversy, you know, controversy and stuff. But we keep talking about it, and then it's like, okay, yeah, you find somebody fifty thousand dollars and keep them out of the game if they go head to head. That's still a traumatic brain so injury. Right. <laughs> it's like, and again, I'm not saying like. You know, we need to, like, stop doing kickoffs or, like, not tackle because, like, it is an entertainment. Yeah. But I do see why some of these players are like, yo, I'm out after five years. Yeah. I made it to the NFL. I got a cool honor. I have my jersey framed. But, like, I want to, like, have a brain when I'm Literally. I don't don't know if you remember, like, maybe, like, ten years ago, there was that that rookie linebacker on the, the 49ers. And he had like a breakout, he was like a late round or undrafted guy, he had like a breakout rookie season. He might have been defensive rookie of the year, I don't really remember, but he like led the NFL tackles and he just up and retired after his first year. Yeah, holy like, shit, I, I don't remember that. Yeah, I want like to have a family. And, Andrew you know, Luck, Andrew Luck. I feel like Luke Keekley did yeah, that. Luke Keekley, yeah. yeah. A lot of these players yeah. are just like, yeah, I'm all set. And it sucks because you're like, you're very talented and like, yeah. we want to see you succeed, but I don't blame them when it's like not at all yeah no, no. it's no out way. of our entertainment you guys are gonna be brain dead by 50 yeah. literally like i feel for people like chandler like he's fucked up right now man like he's it's it's really yeah. sad his the teammates are worried about antonio brown is like everybody can pin the moment where it happened with that Vontez perfect hit yeah like yeah they sent him lifeless onto the ground i mean you could see interviews before where he's like smiling happy coherent and yeah. then like something just switched where it's like He's talking weird. He's acting sporadic. The whole Raiders situation. Raiders oh, that was by far the um, best season. Of when he walked off at, at MetLife. Yeah. 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 This may sound like a bad take, but to an oh, extent, don't these guys, at this point, kind of know the risks? That, I mean, oh, yeah. Most of these guys are going to get CTE. It's so true. Are they playing knowing that this is a risk? Or is it is it something that we yeah, need to blame? Yeah, the, is it something we need to blame the NFL for? Money talks, is, but that's the thing. What's the NFL going to do? Like, exactly, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing they can, they'd have to shut the game down. They're like, oh, it's a these, violent these game. New helmets and stuff, and I feel like there's more and more people. Everyone's getting sent to the concussion tent. Oh my Everybody. god! Yeah. Well, they have dedicated concussion spotters now. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they have like a bird's eye view of the whole stadium. Like they see something that they think could be a brain injury. They're coming out. Look at, yeah. look at Tua last year. He had like a bunch oh, of them. Yeah, the, yeah. It was bad. They were hand froze up. But again, and I see like there's a lot of like big name players that probably either pay that guy off or say like I'm playing in this game no matter what. And they're going to be like, oh, okay. That probably does happen. Because again, like if you're in the playoffs, I mean, 
I think any of us too would be like if you're if it's game on the line before the Super Bowl, you're like I'm playing. I don't care if I have like yeah. a broken rib or a concussion. It's like sure. I got 20 minutes left. Let me just try to <laughs> 20 help minutes. The team. Well, concussion's weird because it's like it's an injury you can't see. Yeah. So like I I feel like because of that, people have the perspective of like oh like I, I can't see it. It's not really there. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. It's, it's they true. literally can't see. It. Yeah, because they're concussed. Because they're concussed. <laughs> I mean, two is two is one concussion away from like being out of the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When your hands start like the fence, yeah, 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 that's not good. Was, I um, I was gonna change the topic. I don't oh, yeah, know, but if no. you've got anything else on CT, I was just gonna say, do, does every player have CT? I mean, how do you test? For they CTE? must have like some. I don't know about CT because you have to like I guess meet a certain level of like brain damage and it's right. possible to know. Yeah, but. I think there's like a movement now to have kids not play tackle football until they're 14 because mm-hmm. I think a lot of that CTE starts when they, you're playing tackle football at like eight nine years old. That's yeah, it's an interesting TBIs. Yeah, um, for much longer periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, there's like a push to stop kids from playing tackle until they get into high school. Before that, they leave like. Yeah. Only five mm. football. That's I don't know. I feel like that's just never gonna work in America because people love football too much. But yeah, it'll work in a, in a state like Connecticut. But, yeah, it might. You know, try try going to Texas and no tell fucking kids way. Not to play There's a zero percent chance that happens. Yeah. there just needs to be more awareness. They just need to. Yeah, make you it know more, the risk. More known thing. You know that you yeah. if you pursue that, you probably are gonna have long term brain damage. Yeah. especially like, in kids. They never really yeah. talk about it in kids. Oh, yeah. never, never, yeah. not once. Um, I wanted to raise the other uh, football topic to the the Brian Payton case. That was fucking crazy. That was, um, I think, just recently they had yeah that was they recently, identified sure. uh, Rashawn Jones as a murderer. But yeah, take us through take us through that one. Um, I don't really know the background of that one. Oh, I <laughs> I, I know some of there, it. There's so. just there's uh, there's a pi- uh, there's a picture of the Miami Hurricanes football team gathering in prayer yeah. for Brian Pata and. Uh, Rashawn Jones was was one of the guys kneeling down, so it's just a dark picture because he's the guy who did it. Yeah, he fucking wow. murdered him. A lot of shit with Miami, which is you know. Yeah, we talked about Aaron Hernandez and like the team that he had with all of the you know the names. Well, that's Florida. That's, oh, that's Florida. Yeah, that's Florida. Florida. Well, Florida. 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 At least the country. It has to say. Yeah. Florida man. I will say, yeah, exactly. I will say, if, if true. I don't know where a fact came from, I, I don't I don't lie about my facts. But <laughs> if I don't know the specific location of a fact, I will always say Florida. Because it's, <laughs> it's the most likely pay, yeah. place for It's like a 50% chance. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a bath good chance salts that it was people. in Florida. Your odds yeah, are like where they're like literally becoming zombies. Yeah. Yeah, Florida. Not good. But hey, yeah. low taxes. Yeah, no Yeah, birds, good weather. Yeah, which is why all the good weather. Yeah, it's yeah. not the summer. Now this time of year, maybe. Yeah, this time of year. This time of year is pretty good. I'd love to be in Florida right now. Oh yeah, everybody would love to do that yeah. for sure. Um, fun, we'll go. I think boxing next. Right, we're gonna do the. Uh, you wanted to chat about Salomo Aruk. I think that was the uh, the famous Jewish boxer. Yep. Yeah, that one's. That one's. Uh, you broke that one down. That, that one was crazy. That so. one's insane. So there's this famous Jewish boxer named Salomo Aruch that was imprisoned, imprisoned at Auschwitz. And they made him fight fellow prisoners, and the loser would be sent to the gas chambers. 
So he survived more than 200 fights over a two-year span until the camp was finally liberated. That is fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. This is one of those things where it's like, you, you can't blame him for 200 exactly. deaths. But yeah, no, those are, those are like still charged probably to like the, yeah. the guys working. Well, like, like, but yeah, but like mentally for him, he's like, I sent 200 people. Yeah. yeah. But it's either... It's, it's either, either him or them, or, you know? It's either him yeah. or them, and, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like some Squid Game shit, actually. Yeah. Some Squid Games, or that scene in The Dark Knight where uh, the Joker breaks the pool. Yes. Stick and says we're having tryouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. But what a cool story that is, too. Like, it's, uh, you know, that this guy, like, you know, the camp ended up getting liberated, so it's... I wouldn't say cool story. Well, it's yeah, not cool, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool's the wrong word. Yeah, we, we've cut that it's, <laughs> it's a... I know what you mean. Yeah, I guess. Yes. yes. Thank you. But significant. It's very significant. Like in the in the grand scheme of like what good people did after that and stuff, and the stories of just like you know you had to fucking survive. Right. I you know? think that's yeah. good crazy take- shit. I think that's a good takeaway. Yeah. It's nuts. And then let's let's finish up with the Menendez brothers. Oh yes, yeah. that's right. That's Menendez brothers are. All right, we've got plenty for next episode. We do. We have. We can. With all the preparation you've done, we could probably have seven episodes. Yeah, at and least. I could add way more stuff. We'll make, oh, we'll make yeah. a folder, we'll drop everything, and it'll be like, all right, next episode. More than cool. that. <laughs> True, I like it. Yeah. It's a precursor to launch your own pod. Perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. Breaking? <laughs> I've been saying that since 2020. Like, yeah, I had a cover art design too ready for it. More of a with Khan. Did you? Yeah. Oh. You still have it? Yeah. All right, well, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. I love it. Um, so, yeah, Menendez Brothers. So, in the background of Mark Jackson's Hoops basketball card from 1990, you could see the Menendez Brothers sitting courtside. And this was after they had just murdered their parents and basically went on a spree, just spending all their parents' money right after killing them. And a lot of people are, well, apparently they were horribly abused as kids. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people argue that they shouldn't be in prison. They, a lot of people are comparing it to the Gypsy Rose case and saying this, this case is no different from that. Mm. Although, I mean, I think Gypsy didn't physically kill her own mom. Yeah, well, right. I think they call it well, extenuating circumstances. Like, yeah, right. Like basically, the, that bitch had it coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but if you read into the Menendez brothers case, those parents were fucked up. Yeah, yeah. that dad was like that, that like um, stereotypical like business tycoon asshole. Yeah. Jose and, and Kitty. Yeah, physically, Jose, yeah. He was from Cuba. He was a Cuban immigrant. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, How old were these kids? I think they were like like early twenties. Yeah. Like, I think one was like twenty three. One was like eighteen. So like yeah. after years and years of abuse, they just they snapped. They finally did it. Yeah. Which yeah. sucks this is, they were like, late twenties. Because yeah. again, they're, they're tried as adults now, even though it, it roots back to yeah. right, yeah, early exactly. childhood. Oh no, early twenties. Sorry, it was early very. 20s. One of them was uh, twenty, and the other was nineteen. It looks like. Okay. So. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I actually listened to a podcast on this recently, so that's why I'm really excited for you to uh, go into <laughs> it. Um, the oldest one was uh, put under so much pressure as a child. Like, I mean, these kids were like destined to go to Princeton and all this. Shit, they went to like these expensive day schools. Um, he's put on, under so much pressure via like, his father, David Gray, blah blah blah, that he started going bald at 12 years old. And all his hair fell out. All the photos you see of him when he's like in his 20s, he's wearing a wig. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's some really dark details from that. I guess the argument of why they should be in prison is because they went on a spending spree afterwards. Well, right, that's the thing. Definitely hurt yeah, that like left, <laughs> left their parents' bodies there, and you know. Yeah, right. They could have pled like I don't know if you could plead insanity off that, but like you could no, plead like insinuating circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could. He could plead that. Also, was just as guilty as the dad. Yeah. He plead that. Don't try to come up. Usually, allegations with the mom to the son. Some bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, nuts. Now that, I mean, the Gypsy Rose topic could be a topic to actually break now that she's back in public spotlight and stuff. Because yeah. every day I go back and forth of like, okay, was she in the wrong or not? But I'm like, she also thought that like, if she stood up, she'd die. Like as a kid. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's, it's similar to Mendez Menendez's case, like yeah. that bitch had it coming kind of thing. It's like the um, mom was or, crazy, but like. Is it a legal term now? You know. <laughs> that bitch had a company. She had no way out. She would have spent her whole life in a wheelchair. Yeah. With she, an she thought she was five years younger than she actually was. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's fucked, man. Yeah. It wasn't until she like finally started to like get some outside influence. So it's like, oh, I'm going to try this can of soda. I'm going to try this. Yeah, start going on Facebook and. I yeah. do think it's very bizarre how much press she's getting. I don't, I don't think like that is that can't no. possibly be good for her. No, you no. Know? no, she needs like, help, yeah, not yeah. social media. You know. Yeah, I do. I do think it's a good um, look on like the prison system in the United States that someone went to prison, kind of got rehabilitated, and then left, and now he's like a better person. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's a good example for that because I don't think yeah. that happens a ton. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I don't think she was ever really a, a bad person. Yeah. I don't, no, yeah. No, like no, I don't think. Yeah. Like, but like, went to prison. Like, obviously, got out. Okay. Um, got out, and now was like okay. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Like I wouldn't call her a murderer. It was just she. That bitch was com- had a couple. <laughs> that that bitch had a couple. Yeah. No, that that guy who killed her deserves to be in prison. Yeah. yeah. Like, that guy's yeah. At least, at least he. Yeah. We got him in prison and he, he killed a bad person, so yeah, but like he's probably going to end up killing a good person. You talk about right. the social stuff, but it's like, that's your business. People love that shit. People love the, you know, the morbid fact. Also, just oh, like yeah. the, you know, murderer, true crime, true crime yeah. people, just that's what Huge people topic, yeah. love. And, and, you know, how yeah. many documentaries come out and people are like, the second comes out, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. she grew sure. to like 7 million followers like in the first week of that. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 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 I see her on my Snapchat featured stuff all the yeah. time. She's yeah. everywhere. She went to the Chiefs game. She went to the Chiefs game. She the Chiefs game. Yeah, she wanted to see Taylor Swift. And everyone's like, that queen deserves it. Like, you know, she should totally be a hero that stuff. I'm like, come on. I was like, come, come on. on. I also, like, I, I hope, I mean, she's still running. She's like 30, um, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would hope that she would just kind of, like, go off into the sunset and just live a life not it. on social media, but that's not how it works now. <laughs> like, you, you need to be on social media. In social media for anything. You can Literally. Crazy. I wonder if, she likes the attention. I feel like she does. She must. Maybe. I mean, there's. She wrote a book that I might be interested in. Oh yeah, I mean the Netflix deals, the books, like the Hulu show. The Hulu show. It's yeah. like yeah. you, you got to make the money somehow. Yeah. There's the there's uh, people who theorize. Well, they say that she has the same syndrome as her mom and. Munchausers. Yeah, Munchausers. Oh, oh she's yeah. Munchausers. Well, her her mom's mom had the same thing. Damn. So people say that she's. Is that apparently manipulative. Yeah. People apparently point things out in like the videos of her, with her and her husband, how she like squeezes him if he says the wrong thing, things like that. Like her mom would do to her. Yeah. Well, so. Yeah. Which is, I also find that so weird that she got married while in prison. 
Yeah, I yeah. feel like if there's somebody looking out for prisoners to try and marry them, there's something wrong with that person. Oh, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah, because it's like you've, you've never... I mean, they probably had, like, visits or whatever, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, Ted Bundy, dude, he got married in prison. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a crazy... Like, what are you actively going out and trying to be like, I'm going to find my life. I can, I can change him. Yeah, it's like, that's that's weird. Yeah, it is. Apparently, if you just say, uh, will you marry me, yes, in court, it's legally binding. Like, if it happens in a courtroom... So that's what that's what they did. That's what they did. It's like, will you marry me? And she's like, yes. So they were officially married. Yeah, it was in the presence of, of like a judge. And yeah, court exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But are you in the mental? Are you state? go to a court, James? Are you in the mental state <laughs> to say, yeah, yes, I'll marry you? Yeah, you're in prison and like probably not. Not on the grounds of divorce will probably like very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, will, it, will, it will not be. That can that shit can get annulled so quick. Yeah, that's true. It's not bad move. Yeah. Um, I want to close with just because we have to roast this motherfucker. Um, the guy that called you out, Milo, oh, yeah. Mini Minuteman. Um, what a piece of shit. Yeah. He's taking you. I think he was just really taking what I said out of context, a very basic fact. So basically, it was a fact about the Nazca lines and how yeah. there are these uh, geoglyphs in Peru mm-hmm. that are these massive. Uh, basically carvings in the in the ground that from above you can't tell what they are from the ground but from above we found them basically through radar or through uh, you know satellite imagery mm-hmm. and all I said was um, it still baffles scientists as to how they were able to create these amazing works of art without any guidance from above and this kid basically goes off saying how I'm uh, devaluing the uh, the prominence and intelligence of these ancient civilizations, and there are people in the comments saying, "Oh, of course, a non-white ancient civilization." Yeah, you got accused s- of a lot of really stupid shit. They said they will really try shit. to use conspiracy theories to discredit the hard work of non-white cultures, and that has seventeen thousand. That's likes. the one. Yeah, seventeen thousand <laughs> likes. likes. Yeah. Uh, the fuck. to see things like that. Said white yeah. ancients, Marvel's legendary. You asked that question coming from point of like genuine curiosity right yeah that's what like, like, you're not just spewing like, yeah, I'm bullshit sure there, are, there are answers to it right like, yeah you, you don't have all those answers yeah it is genuinely that i think i was highlighting the fact that it's so impressive yeah that that's we, a thing exactly that we don't know how they did it back then without anybody seeing it from above i'm not saying that it was aliens that, yeah. that did it yeah you know just saying we just don't know. Yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but at the same thing, he's just—it looks like he's, he's just trying to get clicks on his he's own. Getting, he got, he got clicks. He definitely he got, got engagement. Got a lot of views off that. He got a lot of engagement on that. So good for him, but not at you know, not at your expense. I didn't think the comment section would be that supportive of him. Supportive I know. Him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, you've built such a great success and background on it that it's like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. You know? no, exactly. Right. It's not going to affect like people coming back to get your content and shit. It's yeah. like, he's just, people will look at that and make their comment and say some stupid crap and stand on their pedestal. And yeah, exactly. And move on. Yeah. That's all stupid. I yeah. yeah. So stupid. I never read the comments. There's always no, like, fuck you, them. You, like, you, you weren't like accusing aliens of making the lines. Like, yeah. <laughs> you were being genuinely curious about no, exactly. like, how did we discover this? How did like, we're able yeah. to accomplish that? Because like, that's obviously it's like incredible. Right. Um, we don't know. Yeah. And uh, it's, it was just a very, very quick sentence, and this guy went off for like three he did. minutes. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. Assuming that I'm making a whole 
advanced theory about how this was done. No, I'm just stating the fact that we don't know how they did it. Like I was just on just Reels one day, and I saw like you'll you'll come up on Reels every now and then for me. But then I saw someone talking over you. Like what the fuck is yeah. this now? Yeah. What, what was the name of the guy? Uh, Milo. Yeah. His name is Mini Minuteman. Nerd. Mini Minuteman. Mini Minuteman. Archaeologist, environmental scientist, author. I might, guy I might be subscribed to this guy on YouTube. He might have. He, uh, he has 1.5 on YouTube. Yeah, he's million. Big following. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he's a big debunker. Well, you're gonna go home and unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Are you big on the YouTube or what? What's your? I think I'm at like six eighty. But I mean, like, do you like do you have any problems with like the content there, or is it? Because I feel like YouTube is like starting to be like heavy regulation shit of like. No, I actually don't have any issues. That's good. I mean, TikTok is very strict, so if something passes on TikTok, yeah. it'll pass yeah, on YouTube. Sure. And I pretty much just post my my clips as shorts. You're pretty much doing shorts. Yeah, yeah. Like long, I'm only doing shorts. Content, so yeah. 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 So, yeah, I haven't had any issues. A lot of people do, but yeah. It's, that's been a problem. Yeah, it's been pretty nice. Cool. I, I thought you yeah. all the good words. Like, short you know, forms right. are definitely bread and butter, but I, I think one day you're gonna have some long form content. You like, should. Oh yeah, like, for sure. That's my yeah. goal. Yeah. I think th this year it's my goal to like like really, history really channel type. You know, yeah. like, a full series. Yeah, like yeah. new wave, topic, new wave yeah. stuff. You could easily do that. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna have a lot of topics that probably deserve more than thirty seconds. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can take it and come there for your throat. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. He's gonna give him more content. Maybe we'll bring him in yeah, and settle true. this. Yes. <laughs> Should we bring him in here and settle this in person? Like a whole podcast about this like one sentence that I said. <laughs> That'll be your inaugural pod episode. Yeah, there like, you go. Like fucking the debunker who tried to come here. We're on to something. Yeah. This yeah, is a like work of art. I think that's our show, boys. That's awesome. That's yeah. a that's it's a good that discussion good. there. Well. Uh, anything you want to plug or any? Uh, Not really. All right, yeah. good. Everybody knows know where to find you. Look me up on just type in morbid facts anywhere. If you're a if you're a listener, you don't know where face. Khan's content is. You're you know, shame on you. You're not you're not listening to the whole episode if that's yeah. the case. I'm the guy with the stash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great mustache. It's a great mustache. It's, 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 take us home. It's not that is show. it. Thank you for coming to Beers, Business, and Balls, presented by House Enterprise. Uh, first episode of the new year. We're bringing back some stuff, obviously week after week. But that's our show. We'll, we'll be back with James next week. And James, yeah, I'll be I'll be here going forward. So excited to be here. Awesome. It's just fun, guys. Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks for coming, Thanks. man. Yeah, always a pleasure. It's fun, everybody. Done time. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. Remember to hit the follow button on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram and check out house-enterprise.com for all of our content. There's also no better way to end this podcast than a note from our partners over at Manscaped. What guy or girl wouldn't want the right tools for the job? Head over to manscaped.com house or use the code house at checkout for 20% off and free shipping on your orders. See you next time and remember, the house always wins.